Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Now, lads, do you wish you were better at writing stuff down? I know I don't mean, you know, typing notes into your phone, but opening a journal and physically putting pen to paper. Because apparently a journaling routine can help boost health, boost happiness, optimism and memory retention, while also relieving stress and anxiety and symptoms of depression. So why are we all journaling? Well, time, I would say. But how do you get started and where do you start? And is there a better journal than another journal? Well, Sarah Griffin is an Irish writer who's been on the show before. She's a poet and a lifelong journaler. Here's a title. Uh, she's here now to tell us all and how we can incorporate it into our lives. Sarah, you're very welcome back. How are you? I'm great, Jen. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you. Okay, so first of all, what, let's, in layman's terms, what is journaling exactly? Is it as simple as what it sounds like? Yeah, more or less. It's exa- okay. it, it does exactly what it says in the tin. It's the practice of keeping a daily or almost daily record of your life and experiences written down. Can, it sounds yeah. extreme that, you know, it can relieve stress, anxiety... Symptoms of depression. Yeah, absolutely it can. Think about it. You're taking the thoughts that are rattling around inside your head and you are removing them through a pen into a piece of paper. And that act of creating distance is really, really powerful. It really, really helps. It's amazing how you have sold it to me there in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Then everything I know about journaling, I thought it was just one of these faddy things that people go through. You've been doing it all your life. All my life since I was a, you know, an eight year old scrawling big crayon dear diary on the inside of a a copy book. I've, I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. There are obviously times where I don't remember to do it at all and to be honest those are generally really happy periods and really good periods of my life where I just don't need to pause as often I'm too busy living to kind of stop and think about it but it's a great uh, practice to keep in your life even if you don't do it all the time for times when you might need to sort through your thoughts or get organised or a combination of both of those things Do lists um, would they be part of journaling or they're just a different enormous list thing? keeper <laughs> an enormous list keeper I believe that all things are lists a novel is practically a list you know <laughs> yes. you write down uh, I, I think it's very easy especially in the the world that we live in where our phones kind of keep all of our information and all of our contacts to sort of get lost and it does it does affect your memory and it does affect your ability to kind of process and parse yes. things but the act of making a list every day of the things you have to do is uh, it's really settling, you know, it kind of gives you a, a, a map nearly to kind of live mm-hmm. by and taking things off is very satisfying. But I think it holds the same power as that kind of emotional distance you get when you're diarying, when you're using a diary or writing a journal. Making a list gives you distance from the mess of things you have to do. Do you use the same approach as you did when you were eight? Is it a kind of a dear diary today or tomorrow I have to do this? A little bit. Sometimes for some things, for when I'm kind of just trying to sort out my head, I just start writing with no, at the beginning of the page, I just start writing exactly what I'm thinking, taking the thoughts directly out of my head and go until I can go no more. But then when it comes to organising my days and organising my work life, because I've been freelance for so long, I have quite literally got a different diary for that and a different book for that. I think it's helpful to keep different diaries for different things and different spaces for different thoughts, you know. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it's different okay. for different things. Okay. Um, so you've, you've seen great benefits. Uh, give us now, let's get into it. What is the Sarah Griffin 
approved step-by-step guide to starting a journaling routine and strategies that Mm. will actually just kind of stick to it for a little bit. So I think the first thing people have to do if they're going to approach it is to take a little pressure off themselves. I think many of us as adults don't really write with our hands very much anymore because everything we do is on computers or in Mm -hmm. our phones. And the last time we might have written things down is in school or uh, under supervision of someone or for exams. And I think the most important thing to do is take the pressure off yourself. The writing doesn't have to be good. Your handwriting doesn't have to be good. Can I just, on the handwriting, Yeah, I, I hate my own handwriting. Oh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Nobody else has your handwriting. Everyone's handwriting is completely different. And I think a lot of us have internalised a lot of scolding from school. I have terrible handwriting. Because I'm a lefty. And oh, I'm a lefty too. I, are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, I I hate, I don't like, I write really quickly and I just, I hate looking at it. I think it's, I think it's ugly. Is that a weird thing but to that's, say? But that's fine. Nobody else has to look at it. In fact, you never even have to look at it again as long as it just comes out you don't ever have to look at it again so that's the important part yeah that's the most it important part it comes from your head onto a paper the distance which you've mentioned yeah. that's that's the whole aim of it really it's, it's not a performance a lot okay. of the things that we post we write for posting on the internet or we, we write for publication is a performance it is for consumption diaries aren't so that's the first thing you can do is write, write like nobody's reading because they're not. And if you can take that pressure off yourself, you can start. So I do use my notes app actually almost all the time as a portable diary. But I think picking a notebook is obviously where you should start. But also it shouldn't be another pressurized thing. Don't, you know, break your own heart and buy a 40 euro notebook that you're going to treat as a treasure. That that pressure will ruin the fun and it will ruin the ease for you. I think just picking a plain, simple, easy to use notebook that's low stakes, low pressure and keeping it on your person, I think is kind of handy in your bag as you go around so perhaps instead of scrolling you might take a moment and write thing, write something down that you see or something down that you feel using it as an alternative to your phone as a place to put things down as a beginning thing is helpful and then in terms of keeping it as a, a constant process for clarity and for distance there's no harm in doing it for 15 minutes before you go to bed you know that's a great idea I often thought about it but have never done it yet because I I just time is always an issue Um, is keeping a journal about my kids because I have such a terrible memory to the point that I forget their birthdays (laughs) they always ask me oh when did I first do this and when did I take my first step and I actually can't remember because their childhood was just a blur oh I always think it would be lovely if I had a journal for them Mm. that I've written about their childhood like just little snippets oh today you said this it was really funny or you're man into Lego at this age and whatever um and that might be a nice way for me to get into it because it will serve yeah. a, a purpose. I feel like it needs to serve um, a, a purpose for me. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think if you have photos on your phone, you can refer to those. Yes. You know, because that's often how we keep diaries and we keep journals. I certainly do. I take photos of everything. I'm absolutely <laughs> one of those people with 120,000 photos on my phone. It could okay. explode at any moment. But I think referring to those images and writing about them is a good way to do a diary retrospectively. If you wanted to go back and look at those moments and record them in handwriting, you could. You have a tool to, to do that with, which is your, your camera. What do you do with your teenage diaries? Are they still knocking around? So they, I got rid of the guts of them. I got rid of enough of them to kind of make myself feel free. But in my early 20s, I used to run a show in Dublin called Scarlet Ma for Avenue, um, which was actually the first time I ever went on RT was to radio was to discuss that show, uh, where members of the audience would get up and read from their teenage diaries. And I would read from my select slightly less mortifying <laughs> well mortifying enough to be funny but more not mortifying enough for me wanting to, to want to disappear mm-hmm. um, it was a great show and that act of sharing all of our, our mutually humiliating moments um, 
a lot of laughs during those nights. We used to hold it in the Twisted Pepper uh, way, way back. In what the a great idea. You yeah. need to do that again. Uh, you said you should enjoy writing it, but can you use tech for it? I mean, is it as effective if you're using your phone and uh, on I a mean, laptop? It is. It depends on what you're looking to get from it. I think for me, I'm always looking to try and get distance from my phone. I'm always looking to step away from my screens. So I find using the paper as a really clean and empty place I find that really relaxing and practice writing because nobody's writing anything these yeah, days yeah nobody's writing anything you don't want to lose that you skill know, you don't somebody's texting on 51552 they are worried about someone reading their private thoughts because they're kind of safer a lot a lot of the time it's uh, safer locked away in your head than putting it down on paper and then someone's going to find it. What would you say? Get, get a lock? That's true. A, a little bit. There's a reason that all those diaries they used to sell us as teenagers had a lock on them. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, God, that's a great question. I mean, the same the same concern you'd have of somebody going through your phone. Nobody can technically go through your head. Yeah. But I think a little bit that, of that is how how often do you pick up a random notebook that's in somebody's home? You don't. Notebooks, this is what I said about um, buying a, a notebook that's just kind of quiet looking and normal looking. Mm. No one would ever think to pick it up. You know, if you if you place your thoughts somewhere that, that is sort of incongruous, then they're safer. And also, you can you can get rid of it once you've written it, you know? When I hear journaling, I hear, uh, I think notebooks, mm. stacks of notebooks all over the place. But really, it's just the the art and the practice of getting pen to paper or getting your thoughts down on a page. So mm. is there something, I, I probably would feel more comfortable if burning the pages would be part yeah, of journaling yeah. or getting rid of them or throwing them in the recycle. Is that still journaling? I think it is, as long as it gets out of your head. It is. I mean, there's, there's something to be said for sure about your, your, your personal archive and record keeping and things like that. But if you're just doing it purely therapeutically, absolutely yeah. burn it or tear it up. I sellotape mine shut when they're finished. <laughs> I get like, you know, that, that brown tape, the really impossible to get off of things yeah. tape and I tape them up. So there's a shelf in my book in, in my bookcase that is taped up copybooks. I only use copy books when I'm doing uh, personal writing because they're quite delicate. And yes. if you are to try and open that wrong, it's ripped and it's done for. Oh, that's you know? a really so, good yeah, tip. Yeah, I like that. Somebody just texts in saying, I've kept three memory boxes and oh. journals for my girls for when they are older and they'll be giving them a best thing I did, keeping oh. their memory stored. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, it is nice to keep things and to have things because we forget an awful lot and we're overloaded with information. You know what I mean? So it is nice to have something. Um, But what if you're someone who already writes a lot but has copybooks like all over the place and is very, uh, isn't, well, isn't very organised? Is there some sort of journaling practice to help them? Is the recycle bin? Is that an option? It is an Absolutely. option. Absolutely. Okay. But, uh, okay. <laughs> There's also bullet journaling, which I think is a it's a more modern approach and a more specifically designed What's that? approach. So bullet journaling kind of streamlines a lot of the process of diarying into diarying into lists and charts and um, is much more meticulous and much more specific. There's a method that you can learn. It was designed by a person called a uh, writer, Carol, and uh, if you learn that method, it it sort of uh, is a, allows you to keep a chart of your your days and a list of your days and, and your emotional well-being without requiring you to write long-winded sentences and paragraphs. I think it's a really, really good method. There's also um, the Head Plan, which is uh, an Irish company that have built these diaries with prompts inside them and for, for long-term goals, for, for short-term goals, for all sorts of things. So those kind of books can help people with 
keeping everything in in order. But I also think there's no harm in having a load of copybooks around either. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fine. I like the sound of that. I, I like the sound of that and the fact that they will easily rip if you tape them up and someone tries to open them. So I want to hear from you guys. Are you uh, a journaler? Is this, is, is this a thing that you do? And do you feel that it relieves stress and anxiety and symptoms of depression? I mean, that is a big statement to, you know, uh, for someone who might just be journaling. It's it's incredible. And you've you've sold it to me. I didn't think it would happen. But I think you've These you've are high promises. It. They're big promises. Yeah. But I do I do really think it works. Okay. I really do. Okay. Well, you've sold it to me. Sarah Griffin, thank you so much. Anything coming up for you? What's happening in your life? Yes, I um, am not technically allowed to talk about it. But if you are interested in my writing, my last novel is called Other Words for Smoke. And my novel before that was called Spare and Found Parts. And if you're interested in hearing about my forthcoming novel, mm-hmm. um, my I'm on Instagram at Sarah Griffsky. You can, you can find me there. Gorgeous. Thanks for popping in. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always.